Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chats with Shantla. I'm Shantla Israel, the host, and I have the amazing, amazing, beautiful, inspiring, motivating, and determined featured entrepreneur, Blair Fordham. Blair is the owner of Honey Bleeds Wax Boutique right out of Goose Creek, South Carolina. So Blair, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. You look absolutely gorgeous. Your background is stunning. I just, everything, you you just made me feel even more secure about tonight because I had some nervous energy and I saw your smile and just, you know, look so inviting and so warm. This is going to be a great conversation. So many people are waiting for this conversation. There were so many shares, so many likes, so many comments. And, you know, people are really excited to hear about your journey into entrepreneurship. You know, some gems that you'll be dropping about, you know, your experience, giving some great insight that will motivate and encourage people to either step out into um, their dream to make it a reality or keep moving forward with um, their journey in entrepreneurship. So I just want to get right into this amazing conversation um, that we've had already, but the audience is so excited um, to be able. So anyone who knows Blair or is just, you know, tuning in to Chats with Chantlin, make sure you put some comments and encouragement so she'll also be able to see those as well. But Blair, when people typically ask you what you do, what is your response? Usually I don't go into the whole spiel. I'm just keep it short. Like I do full body waxing and makeup. Um, but actually I'm a 10 year licensed esthetician. I do full body waxing, makeup, eyelashes. I also um, make body butters and scrubs and soaps as well. So, Wow. So you do a little bit of everything as an esthetician. So you said you've been um, uh, 10 years and how long have you been in business? I've been in business for four. Okay, great. And what, like now I'm, I'm already getting so excited, getting ready to lead into the next question. So, but what made you become an entrepreneur after studying for 10 years? Um, well, actually in the beginning, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, after wasting time and money going to school for different things, I found aesthetics. And then once I found aesthetics, the dream kind of came to kind of, you know, branch out and do my own thing, but it didn't happen right away. Um, I did makeup for a while and then um, I got into banking and was in banking and just wasn't really happy. So from then I just kind of took the leap and did my own thing. So that was about four years ago when I, I first started. Wonderful. And so you kind of were, you know, in the financial field and didn't feel like it was fulfilling to you. And I can just tell by your flawless skin and your beautiful makeup that you have a love for skincare and makeup. Was that kind of a driving factor as well? Absolutely. Because, I mean, I guess whenever you're you're younger, you think of a job and, you know, you think a lot of money and all this stuff and, and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do. But like, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do what I love. I love skincare. I love makeup. And they're is a huge opportunity for it. So I'm just going to go to school for that and just see what happens. So that's how I kind of do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love the fact that we, you know, now we're getting more representation as women of color to have a representation of skin tones in the makeup world. But before it was really difficult to get, you know, matched or even have our skin um, being taken care of properly because, you know, there are different things that happen with our skin because of different reasons. And I'm glad that you, you know, decided that I want to help, you know, just not people of color, but do something and just be a great representative in this field. So thank you so much. For doing that. Um, also, as an entrepreneur, Blair, I know that 
you have a lot going on. So you're a wife, you're a mother of two, you're an entrepreneur. Now with uh, virtual school happening, you're a teacher. So you're wearing all kinds of different hats. And I know with wearing those different hats, um, it can really have an effect on the relationships you share with friends and family. Has it impacted, you know, being an entrepreneur, your relationships? Honestly, I would say it hasn't. And um, I guess the reason why, at the end, you know, you have friends that support you, family, church family, um, and even people that may you think you think may have supported you but don't. But at the end of the day, you just have to, what I've learned, you have to release your expectation. <laughs> people, release them. You know, it, it frees you, for one, from getting upset, offended, why aren't they doing whatever. And it frees them from being obligated to support you because at the end of the day, I don't want anybody supporting me out of obligation. I want someone who's going to be genuinely you know, they are to support and care about my business and help it grow. So I don't think it's really affected my relationships. Great. I love that you said um, release expectations. Um, when I heard you share that with me earlier, I was like, wow, because there's so many of us that put so much pressure on family or friends or vice versa. And it causes to have a lot of strain on the relationships that we have with friends and family. And I love that releasing it because it does. Do you feel like less stressed and the only person that you really have to really deal with, you know, meeting an expectation is with yourself? Exactly. Exactly. Just like I said, it just frees you up from, you know, stress and being upset and offended from things whenever. And at the end of the day, if you have a vision or a goal to do, you just just do it. You know, people will come. You just do what you want, what you want to do, what you desire to do. And that'll come with time. Absolutely. There are so many people just, you know, wanting to let me have you know that they're supporting you. There's Janelle, there's Tiara, there's Prashana, there's Harlan, there's Kiara. Thank you for joining Amay. He's a great friend of mine. We have Dinesha. There are so many people just, you know, here on this conversation that are supporting you, giving some comments that you'll get to see once it's been posted. But Blair, I wanted to also ask you, knowing that you know, things can be impacted for you as an entrepreneur. But the other thing that I think takes a lot for especially any entrepreneurs to brainstorm for um, ideas. So how do you brainstorm for a profitable idea in your profession? So, I mean, initially you get so many random ideas like, oh, I can do this, 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 you know, but at the end of the day, not every idea is a good idea. And I found that prayer is number one you have to pray about it and let god lead you because when he leads you you know it's going to be a good a good choice a good decision to go with so i definitely say prayer mm -hmm. absolutely and so what i've noticed that there's just a lot of um uh, featured entrepreneurs who have been on previously who've said the same thing all of them have said you know prayer their prayer life has been very important to them and I'm so glad because other than you being a wife and a mother, you are a woman of God. You do have a strong relationship in your faith. And that just shows a representation of also who you are and whose you are and who you rely on. And I think that's really important because it leads me into our next question, because a lot of times um, when people think of brands, they only think of, you know, a logo or the way your store looks or something like that, or the you know products that you're um, providing. But in your opinion, what makes a good logo? Um, I mean, sorry, what makes a good brand? I apologize. What makes brand. a good brand? I apologize for that. Um, a good brand, I would say, number one, uh, good quality. Two, uh, co consistency with that good quality to kind of keep that up, keep that going. And three, just being unique and with mm -hmm. being 
not anything, you know, complicated. You know, everyone's unique in their own way. Just be you and be true to you. And that'll come through in whatever you, you do. So. Absolutely. Do you think that a lot of times um, the brand also represents the person? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and why do you say that? Um, I would say because it's, well, for me, I can only speak for me. Um, my business is my baby, you know, and everything that I put into it is a reflection of me and my my style and the way I do things. So it's definitely, it definitely is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you can see those. Yay. I'm so happy. Um, also, the other thing that I think, too, when I think about the brand and how it's connected to a person, a lot of, you know, customers connect um, to a brand or to an entrepreneur because they're relatable and they see themselves in their services or even that person. So a lot of times it's a, a, an attractive way to get new customers or increase your clientele. How do you attract customers? So the majority, I guess, word of mouth, honestly, I am absolutely horrible at social media. I need to do better, <laughs> do better with posting and, you know, posting pictures of my work and just different things, working with the page in general. I'm horrible at that. But for me right now, it's word of mouth. So. Mm -hmm. And so, do you feel, I'm sorry. I said, it's like tell a friend to tell a friend and it's just, it's working. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And so do you feel like your current clientele is the biggest um, word of mouth like that generates a lot of your uh, new customers or clients? Absolutely. So here's my thing. Like everyone in the comments, there's so many people speaking about how gorgeous you are. I think like <laughs> you're talking about um, a brand and also attracting customers. If I was to see you and just stop you, because it would be me saying how beautiful your skin looks and how great your makeup is. I, and if you told me you worked as an esthetician and, you know, you work with skin, that right there would make me want to come and be in your chair because you're a walking advertisement for what you actually do. And I think that a lot of times people don't see how connected those two things go. So, you know, if you're a hairdresser, you kind of want to make sure you're presenting yourself and your hair and the way it looks and your skin is glowing. I'm not going to just credit that to lighting, but I think if, you know, I walked up to you and you told me, well, I do this for a living, I would be booking my appointment as we stand there. So I think that, you know, you just being you and, and taking care of yourself is another great way of um, showing who you are as a brand and also attracting customers. But um, Blair, you know, we all in um, our journey to entrepreneurship struggle with a lot of things and um because we're managing so much and you know we're managing time management and we're trying to be you know the wife or the mom or all the other hats that we wear but we you know come up against um a lot of different things and adversity and doubt are two things that i think any entrepreneur can relate to how do you handle those two things um i would have to say i mean it's easier said than done i know um over my journey you know, I've seen different things come up and I've seen how God brought me through, how he brought me over. And anything that I face is whatever mountain it is. You just know that he's not going to bring me this far to fail. So for me, you just remember what he's done before and know that he's not going to leave me nor forsake me. Um, funny story with, um, I guess, adversity. Um, like I said, starting my own studio about four years ago. Um, comfortable, of course, having a dream to kind of get a bigger space and add things on and grow and move and stuff. But I specifically remember telling God, like, I'm, if whatever happens, you're going to have to do it. I'm not going to go before you. I'm not going to 
try to do it on my own because I know I'm going to screw it up <laughs> pretty much. So um, I specifically said that. So, you know, doing my business and comfortable with where I am. And just in this past December, I get a notice from the people who own the building and say, well, you have 90 days to get out because we're selling the building. Wow. Yeah. So initially, you know, I'm freaking out like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, you know, trying to uproot a business right after Christmas and different things that, you know, like it's just not timing is couldn't be more wrong, pretty much. So um, looking for spaces, I find a, a space. The address was like a really good location, but they didn't have pictures of it. So it's mm -hmm. just a, blueprint, a random blueprint. So I'm looking at the blueprint like, oh, I'm going to have to build walls. I'm going to have to different things that I'd have to do to fix it up. So call the people they call me right back the same day and was like um you can come look at it so i'm like okay let's go i go and look at it um the walls that i thought i was gonna have to build were already there wow already like the spaces that i thought i would have to you know block off and everything were already set in place the paint on the walls same color of the color scheme of my 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 business just everything was in line i'm just like floored like Really? Like not, you know, I'm excited, but at the same time, like not right now, I'm not ready. You know, <laughs> if God opens the door, I'm like, well, I'm going to walk in it. You know, everything was just, you know, fell in line the way it was supposed to. So a lot of times adversity comes and it's more of like a redirection, you know, mm. I'm like out of the blue and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to shut down or, you know, just your mind goes all over the place. Yeah. You know, but that wasn't God's plan. He's trying to move me, you know, to where I'm supposed to be. So. I would say adversities can, for me, can be, you know, redirection instead of, so it's all the way you look at it, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you said redirection and yeah. also how you don't run before God. That goes back to you saying earlier about your prayer life. It goes back to just, you know, your belief system. But right now, I mean, you're sitting in that space, correct? Yeah. <laughs> How amazing is that? So you have the color scheme of your uh, brand for your business. You have a beautiful back. I thought it was a backdrop and it's actually a wall. So, you know, it's absolutely gorgeous. So when you share that story, I hope that it motivates any of the viewers who are watching to understand that the importance of aligning yourself, you know, with the timing of God, especially if you have that faith, but also it just keeps you in a place that you're moving at his speed and not your own, because we always want to go ahead because we're thinking like, I don't know what's going to happen. I think I should do this. And you just gave an example of even in the discomfort, even in the adversity, even in the time of doubt, you still relied on your relationship with God to move you. And he moved you into a space where you're currently sitting at right now doing this episode of Chats with Shantla. And you didn't have to put any walls up. You didn't have to do any painting. That is God. Like people are saying, look at God. Look what he does. You know, he's ready when we're not. He aligns us when um, we're out of the line. So I really appreciate you sharing that very transparent, um, you know, story of encouragement. And basically it boils down to obedience. Right. As well. <laughs> so I just I just have to smile and laugh because that's becoming like a common word that's being used a lot during chats with Shantla. And um, it's just, you know, people are showing what you get out of that. And I just really love that. So I love adversity is often redirection. So you might want to coin that. That sounds like a quote that should be on your wall in your shop. Um, so believe me, I'll probably reference it again in the future. So I just want to shout out, um, you know, Montel, we have April, you have so many mysteries 
that are watching and supporting you right now. So thank you all for tuning in to Chats with Shantla. We have a phenomenal conversation. We're learning some insight on Blair's journey into her um, business, which is Honey Bleeds Wax Boutique right in Goose Creek, South Carolina. So you've relocated. A lot of us know you from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and you left. And look what has happened. You spread your wings and you're doing so much. And I'm just so proud of you. So many of us have a relationship with you and you're just really um, inspiring to a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of people have known you for, you know, since you were a child and see you just blossom into this amazing woman and now a, a business owner. We're just really proud of you. So a lot of people just want to say, hey, hey, <laughs> you know, it's such a great opportunity. But what I want to do before I get into the next question is I love your logo. And I wish that I would have um, taken a snap picture of it to be able to show you, show everyone um, your logo right now. But what you'll have to do is she's going to drop her social media handle so you can see. But um, there is a story behind um, Honey Bleeds. Um, do you mind sharing um, that story with us? Sure. So. I get that asked all the time because a lot of people think it's Honey Bee. And I'm like, no, it's Blee. But Blee is a um, childhood nickname that my mom gave me. And I have, I, I don't know, still have no idea where it came from. I even asked her, she's like, I don't know. It's just kind of, just called it to you, called you that and it stuck. So Blee is a childhood nickname. Um, when the vision dream kind of came about with me having my own thing, um, I brainstorm with my mom all the time. And, you know, we'd write down different ideas and Honey was um, a major ingredient that I wanted as the base of my product. So I kind of got put Honey Bleed together and I always loved her handwriting. So she write Honey Bleed. I said, Mom, I want your, your handwriting to be my logo. So she write it different ways and stuff. And so I always kept those pictures and you know, what we did tucked away. Um, and for those who don't know, she's passed away now. So it's very near and dear to my heart, but now I'm able to use that as my logo today. And that's kind of where Honey Bleed came, came about. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps um, uh, because I knew your beautiful mom. And I just think like now when I look at that, I also feel like I still have a piece of her to, to reflect on. And, you know, I looked and so I looked at um, your logo multiple times before this live. And I was just like, wow, that is so amazing. Like the story and how it all connects. And um, you are definitely um, a representation of her, especially your beauty. Um, you both are, are gorgeous women. But um, I just thank you for sharing that because you could have chose any type of logo, but you wanted to, you know, stay connected in that way. So I know that she's very happy. But it also makes me think about you know, working with the team, you know, and teams, you know, you work to create logos, you work to create products, you work to collaborate on services. So I don't know if you have a team right now, or if you're building a team, but if you are working with one, or if you're um, building one, how do you um, feel like it would be to work with the team? How would you describe that? Um, actually, that's a funny question, because that's kind of like where I am right now. Um, relocating to bigger location with the opportunity to grow it's kind of at the the point where I need to build a team but I'm just for the longest time you know it's just like I said this is my baby you know it's only been me I'm comfortable with it being me bringing other people in can you know can cause different things so it's very important for me to bring the right people in not just to bring anybody just to say I have a team or you know I have employees or whatever it's it's all about having the right people in your circle so just a lot of prayer and patience and allowing God to bring people in, you know, and not doing anything on my own strength. So that's kind of where I am. We'll yes. 
And anyone, and I know that anyone who is watching, you know, and if you are in the South Carolina area and you do um, work in the industry that Blair is, um, you know, has her business, you might want to connect with her and not just connect with her just to be on the team, but connect with her to learn more, to find out if you guys do mesh, you know, to, to bring about different products, to increase Honey Bleeds, also to get more experience. She would be a great mentor, um, a great business partner. So, you know, just make sure you're checking out and doing, as you can hear, she's giving us some great insight, not just on business, but how she is just keeping herself motivated and moving forward and doing the different things that, you know, sometimes we get distracted from doing and not concentrating on. And so Blair, a lot of times people want to know what keeps you motivated? What keeps you moving forward? Because it's so easy to wake up one day and say, I don't want to be an entrepreneur anymore. So what keeps you motivated to keep going? Absolutely. I've had those moments before and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm done. I quit. It's, you know, it's, it's not always, it's rewarding, but it's not always easy. And um, I, my husband like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to, I'm just going to quit. You know, it's been great. It's like, no, you're, you're not quitting. <laughs> we'll do whatever needs to be done. And, you know, you're not, I'm not going to let you quit. So he's been amazing. He's been a great uh, motivation. Also, my kids, um, it's important for me for them to see mommy and daddy have their own business. Because, um, you know, kids, they do what they see. You know, they yeah. emulate what you, what you do. Um, you know, it's great if they, you know, want to get a job and they don't want to have their own business. But I want them to know that they have dreams and aspirations of their own, you know, to chase after versus punching a clock. Or somebody else's dream you know you can you can do it and it's possible so it's important for them it's important to me for them to see us you know do what we do i love that because uh, not only are you being such an um role model to your own kids but there are probably children in your communities um that are seeing that you and your husband shout out to jamie for supporting you shout out to him not letting you quit um you know and you're keeps you motivated and moving forward. But you're an influence to so many people, whether they're near or far. And right now I would definitely say that you are an inspiration and an influence to me as well. Um, so when I hear about you as an entrepreneur, it just keeps me like, okay, this is so great. She's doing it. I know that I can continue to go forward as well. So your motivation to keep going is also inspiring to those who know you as well. So, you know, people want to just say, talk that talk, and you're also walking the walk. <laughs> so you got a lot of people that are agreeing with you um, in the comments as well. But um, now, Blair, when you think about, you know, being an entrepreneur, do you feel that being an entrepreneur has also made you a better person? I do. I'm very private. I don't. Um, I don't like attention. I don't like to talk in front of people. Doing things like this, kind of coming out of my shell, is just definitely forced me to do that. You know, you can't have a business and not want to promote the business, not want to put yourself out there. So, it's definitely caused me to to come out of my shell in that way. So, yeah, I would definitely say it has stretched me. <laughs> I agree, because I remember when I asked you, you were like, Shoma, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, you know, so I'm so glad that you stretched yourself and decided to do uh, more because you were like, uh, -uh you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And now look at you, you're doing a phenomenal job. So thank you so much. Um, but Blair, I'm, you know, knowing that you're doing a great job in this collaboration and you're doing a great job in your um, business, uh, I think about when you think about your personal performance as an entrepreneur. Um, a lot of people don't want to say, you know, if they're good or not, but I want to ask you, and you can be as honest as you feel comfortable with, 
But do you feel that you're good at what you do? Absolutely. And I say that in the most humble way. But I think it's important to be confident in what you do and your gifts and your talents, whatever you do. Because um, that, that exudes, you know, people pick up on what you put out. And mm -hmm. in my field, you know, it's important for people to be confident and secure and coming to me and knowing that I know what I'm doing and I'm confident in what I, what I my services, whatever I offer. So I'd say yes. Absolutely. Just looking at your skin, um, I absolutely feel that you're great at what you do. But I love when you said about being secure. Um, I would never want to sit down in a seat and someone who is going to do a service for me not be secure in that. So I love how you're saying about being secure in what you do. And there's nothing wrong with being um, confident in what you do. So my next question is, knowing that you're confident in what you do, and people want to connect with you. People want to support you. Um, what does that support look like? How can we connect with you? How can we follow you? How can we, you know, you know, be a support to you and your business? Yeah. Well, I have um, social media. Of course, is huge. Honey Blue Wax Boutique on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, like the page, share the page. If you're not in the area, um, sharing a post would just be great to help. You know, bring people to the to the page and if you're in the Charleston area and you get waxing, makeup, lashes, anything, just come see me and I'll be happy. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're gonna um, put your social media handles in the comments so people can see after this has been published. But more than just like sharing, being a referral advocate, we, and I say this all the time, we, um, you know, can't control a lot in our lives, but we can control how we invest our dollars. And knowing that the beauty industry is like billions of dollars a year, um, let we need to be more intentional about where we put our money and how we can help increase small business owners like yourself. And I definitely know that if I'm in Charleston area, I'm definitely going to be, you know, going and supporting you. There are people in the comments that are talking about we need to take a trip because, you know, your the eyelashes, your skin, the eyebrows. I mean, you look flawless. And if, you know, I know I, I can't come out of the salon, salon looking like you, but I know you can enhance what, what I have. And I would love for you to be able to provide your services. So I challenge people not just to share, but also to invest your dollars to make sure that you are supporting small business owners like Blair. So Blair Fordham is the owner of Honey Bleeze Wax Boutique in Goose Creek, South Carolina. So it's close to Charleston. So a lot of times people go that direction because there's beaches and that's a popular vacation spot. So connect with her and support her. But if you see her posting, make sure you're hitting that share button. That is free, absolutely free to do. So make sure you're supporting her and making sure that you're connecting with these small business owners that are being highlighted on Chats with Chantla. But Blair, I want to give you the opportunity to share any last thoughts with our viewers. Um, I would just say, you know, if you have anything that you desire to do, not just a business, an idea or anything, you know, pray about it, be patient. Um, for me, just waiting, God's timing is huge because you don't want to run before him because like I said, that's when you, you screw things up and you know, when he does it, he does it right. So just be patient and don't give up. You know, if you see others' dreams happening before yours, just know that yours, yours, your time is well. So don't don't grow weary. You know, just keep keep doing it and don't give up. I love that. I love how you said just because you see somebody else doing it doesn't mean that it's going to distract or defer your dream from happening. There is enough room for everybody to succeed. And I think that, you know, that is a beautiful thought and you couldn't have said it any better 
You couldn't have left this conversation with a better insight or takeaway, but to continue to go on and doing what's best for you and fulfilling your dream, even if you see other people doing it. So Blair, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on Chat with Chantla. You are such an amazing woman, um, an inspiring businesswoman. You're very motivating and just sent out so many positive vibes and you dropped a lot of gems. So I thank you for the collaboration, for being on Chats with Chantla. And it was a beautiful experience. And I just can't wait to hear more about the growth of Honey Bleas. Thank you so much for having me. You're a Absolutely. So thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Chats with Shantla. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Blair. Thank you. Bye.